okay this is my second time recording it <laughs> you ever wonder like when you're recording something like am i stumbling over my words am i getting my point across properly i didn't know so this is my second time and let me get my introduction in so i can get into this hello hello and welcome to another episode of really kina single mom conversations yes hi ladies how you doing happy sunday what's your sundays like i just left church <laughs> i did i go to church um the potter's house via in, online um as i've been a part of a potter's house um f- member for about oh my goodness since the spell breaker i listened to the spell breaker from uh td jakes pastor td jakes and i never went back i never went back um because that was the most profound uh sermon i had ever heard and i'm not overly religious but ever since then he had me he had me and then you got to see the work he was doing and i was like oh my goodness oh my goodness but we're not here to necessarily talk about religion but we got to think about our sundays and how are we setting up our week are we starting our week in, with prayer are we setting up our week on a sunday that's a beautiful thing ladies i need you to start setting up your week i need you to start speaking over your week i'm gonna have a great week right this week will be great this week will be i will be prosperous this week will be right yeah speak it into into existence because if you don't anything can happen right and another thing I learned to do was plan my Sundays. Plan my that's the day where I'll do my podcast, but I don't consider this as work. This is my fun. So I plan my Sunday. Yes, I plan to be with you guys. I planned this. I laid in bed. I got to watch the potter's house and I planned my Sunday to I'm a little off schedule today. So I will be running out and picking up my groceries and then I'm gonna cook. But I'm not doing a big cook today. It's just not gonna happen. It's not I'm not gonna have an extremely busy week, so I will be cooking during the week. But if I was having an extremely busy week where I work outside of the home, things of that sort, I would have been preparing. My meats would have been seasoned and in the fridge and ready to go in the oven. At the same time, I have no issue with baking <laughs> baked foods, right? Just so that we can have proper meats, you know. And then you can always set your crock pot up, put your whatever you're making in your crock pot in there, you know, in the kitchen and Get those Sunday smells going. Why not? Why not? Are you getting your Sunday smells going? Okay. And also, like, yesterday I did do a deep clean. I've been deep cleaning. Um, some people just do spring cleaning. I do fall cleaning. Every season is a time to clean and renew as the season comes in. And fall is absolutely Kina's favorite time of the year. It is, even though I lost my mom in the fall, but it was her favorite time. It's my favorite time. It's still going to be, you know what I'm saying? It's still good. It's still good. So, how's your Sunday? What are you planning? 
What time are you going to stop prepping for the week? Are you even prepping for the week? Are you prepping your food? Have you prepped the clothes? Have you prepped your children's clothes? What are you doing? What are you doing? The easiest way I found to prep was to put the clothes on a hanger. I would put everything on a hanger. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, even socks. Lay them on top. It worked for me. <clears throat> All you do is pull one hanger down and then you just had the kid's whole outfit on it. Eh, it's just a thought. It's just a thought. Until they got older and they could do it themselves. But that's what I did when they was little. But mothers, today I do want to speak to you about cooking. What? She talking about cooking? Yeah, I want to talk to you about cooking. I want to talk to you about food. How do you manage your cooking? What are you doing? What are you doing? How are you feeding your children? Now, I know there's an old thing that goes on, you know, uh, women's places in the kitchen. And you got some women, they got pushed back. And they're like, a woman's place is not in their kitchen. And I understand all of that. And I got you. <clears throat> but as the mother... And I mean, as the mother, you have a responsibility to make sure your children are taking in, meaning eating, proper meals. Because a proper meal will give your child the proper nutrition to fight germs, to learn effectively, balance behaviors, it's a lot that goes on with food and what you put in your body. So we need to understand this. When you push back on the kitchen and you allow others to feed your children, be it school, be it fast food, be it McDonald's, wherever you're going. And I'm not saying don't do this, but when that's your source of food, because there's some people out there who that's their kid's source of food. Yeah, and then when you try to give them a vegetable, they be looking, I don't like that, I don't eat this, I don't eat that. It's not that they don't eat it, they're not giving it, no one's giving it to them. Finding out what foods your children need in their for proper nutrition is very, very, very important. I need you to think of yourself when you go into the kitchen as an alchemist. You are going to blend spices and herbs and all these things that create this taste and smell that's going to be impacted on your child's in their mental Rolodex for the rest of their lives. Do you understand what you do when you go in that kitchen? Kitchen cook. That's what I was taught and that's what I'm saying to you. Okay, now, but I'm tired. I get you and guess what when you start eating better you have better energy you have more energy right you have more energy just when you start eating better you have more energy and you know what's good for your family if you don't know google it get those fatty palates down those carbohydrate addictive palates down feed your children fresh fruit live vegetables nice salads you can prep a salad for the week 
right? Yes, you can. Oh, yes, you can. I do it all the time. I do it all the time. I have everything set in little containers and I just pull everything out and I throw it on the plate and I make my salad, make sure I have the salad, <laughs> right? Nice slices of avocado, right? We need those potassium shots. You need that for your brain. So does the children. So does the children. The children need proper protein, right? We want fat in our meat, but high fatty fast food meat is not... It's not the way. It's not the way. And they also need other forms of nutrition for proper brain development. It shows. I work with children a lot of years. I could I know the kids who got proper nutrition. You could tell by their skin, you could tell by their hair, you could tell by their nutrition. You could tell. You could tell by the snacks they brought in. You could tell. Every now and then you see them with a chip, but for the most part, you know you saw healthy snacks. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and you can do it because your child's development is your sole priority. That's your that's your sole priority. The child's survival is your priority and your responsibility. Like I said before, I don't care. We're not blaming people. We're not coming here to blame people about your situation or what you're going through. But I'm telling you, you need to get in that kitchen and cook a meal for your child. Yeah, and you too. <laughs> it's the truth. It's definitely, definitely, definitely the truth. You remember you was little. Remember when your mom or your granny, she made the Thanksgiving foods. And you could smell that smell. Or Sunday. I, I know someone, she would cook every Saturday night for Sunday because she went to church Sunday morning. And... I knew Saturday night you would smell this food. And it's funny how everyone in the house knew not to touch the food. <laughs> they did not touch the food or they was try to sneak some things, you know. But you could always tell if you're sneaking in the macaroni and cheese. It's, it's the truth. But we want to get to a point where we are preparing healthy meals so that we can be healthy. So that the children can be healthy. So that we can eliminate these doctor's visits. You're an alchemist. You are an alchemist. And as the mother, this is your job to create pure alchemy in that kitchen. Just the same as when, when you um when you're giving birth to a baby. This is my breastfed mothers, my mothers who breastfeed out there. When you give birth to a baby, that milk is designed only for your baby. Your baby. The same as with food. You know what herbs and spices to put in your food. What works for my kids might not work for your kids, right? It, it might not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But children often follow the palate of the mother. So it's very important. Now, my kids, they could take a spice. Yeah, they could take a spice. My kids will take a spice. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Linda. They will take a spice. You put some scotch bonnet. You bring your rice and peas and you put the scotch bonnet on top. And then you take it out. You know how you do, right? We're my Jamaican ladies, right? You take it out. And and my kids take that spice. They be like, ooh, this is good. You know, with somebody else came by. But they eat regular bland food too. But then somebody else came by. Uh-uh, it's too spicy because it's not their mom's palate. Right? So I need you to get into the habit. And I know, I know you're tired and you have all these things going on, but let's cut all that foolishness out and let's get into the habit of cooking food because not only, you know, and, and cooking up for two days, 
I know, I know. This might be a corny conversation, but this is an important conversation because your food is your pharmacy. That's where your medicine starts. That's where health starts, in the kitchen. Most of the things you do, 95% of your life is food, right? So kitchen, cook, food, nutrition, you need that. You need it for you. You need it so that you can stay healthy, so that you can be able to take care of the children. Yeah, it's very important. Very, very, very important. I don't want to say it, but you got some women out here. They're only cooking if it's a guy coming or something. Stop it. Stop it. You out here cooking food if, if it's a guy involved. You know, all of a sudden, you Betty Crocker and Mrs. Crocker and everybody, and, and your kids ain't getting proper food. The kids are shocked, too, for you the kitchen to be rolling. Dang, rattle those pots. Shake them plates. Some food. And I'm not going to tell you use uh, dishes, but at least once a week. I mean, God. You can put a real dish on uh, for your kids, like a real plate. Oh, Lord. Lord, Lord, Lord. But I'm saying this is because you have to dedicate yourself to your children. And part of the dedication, right, is feeding them proper nutrition. Cut out those dyes. Cut out those dyes. Now, are they going to eat some junk food? Yeah, of course they are. They're kids, and so are you. You're going to eat junk food, too. But we need to get into the habit of putting nutrition first right putting nutrition first and let me tell you i'm about to go old school on you because y'all know i'm from brooklyn anybody who's just joining in here i'm sorry if this podcast is a little you know what i'm saying but my grandmother she used to go to belmont it's like a street in back of picking avenue where you were in brooklyn where you the farmers used to come in like i didn't even know this was like old school farmers market but the trucks would come in we would get our sugar cane. Did we talking about eighty something, right? Because I was born seventy two. We talking about eighty something. We got sugar cane, fresh watermelon. We would get all of our food, cantaloupe, whatever it is was in season that she felt was befitting for the food. You know, sweet potatoes, things like that, cabbage, collard greens. She, we, this was our once a week trip when I would go hang out with her at her house. And she would lug all this stuff home. I don't remember. I think we probably took calves because, you know, it was a lot to carry. She would get her hog maws and everything fresh. They would come up in a bucket. She would get it fresh. And she would, you know, dig through the thing and get her food and everything. Her mackerel. What's up? Big up. Her mackerel. Smoked herring. All that. My grandmother ate all of that. So, big up to any my Caribbean people. I just need you to know that Southern people, real Southerners and Caribbeans eat very similar so that's what she she would eat we would carry it home but i know that she would always take like an incredibly long time she's looking at the fruit she putting it down she picking it up she putting it down i'm like god do it grandma come on let's go but she was doing that because that was her job and her job was to ensure that the nutrition that whatever fruit she brought was ready to eat was ready to be eaten and it was at the height of its nutrition we ain't even doing that no more and I ain't gonna hold you I don't walk to supermarkets like that I don't especially in this era I pick my food up I pick it up you can do this thing but you need to make a conscious decision to cook to cook because you cannot leave that responsibility up to anyone 
make sure your kitchen is very clean organize your kitchen make it beautiful make it beautiful because you have to be in it you have to be in it right we want to we want to get in that kitchen and we want to throw down in that kitchen and if you don't know how to cook find out how to cook there's plenty of recipes there's things out here but there's more to it than oh i don't want to be in the kitchen oh that's no no see that's a plot to destroy us that's a plot to destroy (laughs) for real don't let me get on this that's a plot to destroy us because if you are not feeding your children who is they got to eat so you're gonna leave it up to somebody and i don't know the old folks say but we say this if somebody got a nasty attitude and they cook your food they make your stomach hurt right that's what we say if they got a nasty attitude and they cook your food you're done right (laughs) your belly hurt everything you know it's called soul food you want to put love in the food and when you put the love in the food that carries over that energy that you put into that food carries over into your children and to you and to whomever you feeding so we need to take this a little bit more you know uh, take it a little more seriously create those smells those smells bring people together those smells let your children feel a sense of certainty i don't know if any of you have seen this but i have seen children who did not know when their next meal was coming they didn't know they watch your refrigerators when they come to your house they watch the top of your fridge all the time because they don't have certainty they don't have times for meals they don't have it's the truth it's the truth the mother is in the house but she's not creating certain food certainties so then you have these children who have food insecurities yeah it's a pitiful thing to see it's really sad to see a child who stares at your refrigerator to see what's coming out what's going in and what's on top they only trying to survive they don't know any better and you have to keep telling them please go you can't stand there you can't stand there you have to go over there but they're watching the refrigerator they're uncertain they're uncertain we want to stop that and like i said if you stumbled here if you stumbled here it wasn't by accident there's no accident you're supposed to be here but i just need you to think about these things i'm just dropping a few jewels on you i'm not going to be much longer but i need you to think about this when it comes to taking care of your family feeding yourself feeding your children this is very crucial in the development of the child very crucial get a meal together get a meal together get your money together mother y'all know I'm a firm believer in getting every resource that you need to get to ensure that you can take care of your children. That's going to be my next podcast, right? Get every resource that you can to ensure that you take care of your children. That is my next podcast. Okay, well, I hope you guys um, enjoyed this podcast. I'm just coming to you straight and just spitting straight facts don't listen to people when they're like the kitchen is a bad thing the kitchen is not a bad thing get in that kitchen and cook some good food for your kids man this is it's it's vital it's crucial and it makes a difference on how they learn their behaviors and also in the health 
and and for yourself too okay give them plenty of fish plenty of fish they need fish yeah yeah and fish twice a week why not piece of salmon take you drizzle some olive oil on it season it and put it in the oven don't even take no time you go take your shower when you come home from work next year boom the salmon's done right get your sofrito mixes together draw and pull from people that you know watch them get your sofritos together blend your herbs and your spices right have it in a container that's what I do. I freeze mine and then I take it and I break it up and then I just get squares out of it. Some people put it in the ice trays. I don't do that. Take it, put it in the th- and then you take that and you put it boom right there with your salmon. Season it, put it in there, everything in there, mix it up. Now you got an excellent piece of fish that you made in your kitchen, right? Same thing, do it with your chicken. You baking your chicken. Throw it out. Rub it all over your chicken. If you brown, you you fancy making brown stew. Do the same thing. Oh man! All right, I'm running out of time, y'all. Well, anyway, thank you so much for listening to another podcast. I appreciate you. I know we're starting out new with this, and I just want to thank the listeners that I have. I truly appreciate you guys, and I will talk to you soon. And subscribe if you subscribe to the podcast you would definitely get early alerts as to when it's coming out and i'm gonna take a little break and then i'm gonna come back and record resources in a minute thank you so much for listening have a great day bye-bye